Today is Monday, March 14th, 2022, and unemployed Keystone XL pipeline workers have told Joe Biden to go frack himself. That's right. People aren't buying it. Joe Biden trotted out a broken line this weekend that it's all Vladimir Putin's price hike. Wrong. 70% of Americans actually disapprove of Biden's handling of gas prices. We're going to dig into the numbers. They're not good. This is not a rebound for Joe Biden. And even Hollywood and CNN are on board. Late night hosts roast Joe Biden and CNN left in stunned silence after Red Pill Moab. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. And we should be able to sustain ourselves and not depend on other nations raising their price and then it affect us. That shouldn't even be in the question. If we want to get the price of gas down right now, if we want to drop the price of gas, what do we need to do right now? Put us to work right now. Put us to work. And you will see not only the fuel prices go down, but you will see the price of everything else go down with it. These gas prices affect everything on the market. Everything. Because of transportation. Yeah. Everything has to be transported. He's blocking the uh, probably the biggest contributor to energy in the United States right now. You, he's pushing for solar and uh, wind power, but it's been proven over and over that it's just not as efficient as burning natural gas, refining crude. Get out of all the politics. You know, we're, we're sick of hearing, you know, uh, this is Putin's price hike. Jen Psaki was at the podium. She said there's... 9,000 permits has already been granted. She said if people want to pump, companies want to pump, they can go ahead and do it. That these permits aren't the problem here. What would you say to Jen Psaki? She's lying to the American people. Those 9,000 permits that were pulled, they might not even have oil under, under the ground that they got the permit for. So why would the oil company go and drill on that ground? There may not even be oil there. And let alone waste their damn money because they can't run a pipeline to transport the oil and gas off the well. If there was oil there, the gas companies would already be drilling it and they would already be producing it. And it's, it's a lie. Good morning and happy Monday and welcome to Joe Biden's America once again with gas prices soaring around 4 and $5 no matter where you are in America. I saw photos of gas being 8 dollars plus in Los Angeles. Do you live in LA? Your gas is now officially higher than it was in the movie I Am Legend during the apocalypse. It was apocalyptic in the Johnson household this weekend as we looked through the gas bills for our vehicles. We do not drive huge gas guzzlers. The Johnson family does not have a GNC Yukon or some massive vehicle. We have one child and so we drive like like, what are they called? Crossover SUVs, right? 10-gallon tank for one and like a 20-gallon tank for the other. And it costs now $150 to fill up both of our vehicles. We legitimately started rationing in the Johnson household by not traveling to uh, a, a an hour away this weekend where we would normally go uh, to take our kid to the beach, right? So we live in Tampa. There's no real beaches in Tampa. We didn't travel uh, this weekend as far because it's like, hell, this gas price is insane. What is the gas price around you? Let us know in the comments. The gas price is insane in this country because of decisions that the, that the Obama, <laughs> Obama's third term, the Biden administration made. Don't let them lie to you, ladies and gentlemen. It 
is their decisions to have gas at $5 a gallon. It is their decision to lay off those gentlemen that you just saw in the introduction video in our cold open. They were laid off Keystone XL pipeline workers who were told, you no longer have a job. You worked for four years under Donald Trump to bring clean, safe energy directly into America, millions of barrels a day, and you now no longer have a job. Now, why? Why were they told this? Because the administration decided to make your life worse and to make the lives of the worst people on planet Earth better. Imagine it this way. You live inside of a house. Your household is the allegory for our country. You have kids. Those kids need water. They want to have a sip of water. And instead of turning on a faucet inside your own home to get your kids water, you take a sledgehammer and you smash their sink. You destroy their water supply. Then, in order to get water because your kids are thirsty, you go down the street with the bucket. And you ask the crack house, the gangbangers on the end of the street, the people selling drugs, the people committing crimes, the people who hurt those who walk by their house, they look at them the wrong way. You ask those people for water. You say, hey, I've smashed all the sinks in my house that would deliver clean, delicious water that my kids need. And now, sir, can you give me water? And they're like, yeah, absolutely, for a price. And you go to the crack house, the meth den, the drug dealers to go get your water for your kids. And you, you schlep that bucket back and forth into your home. And you get that dirty water. They have filthy water. It's orange. It comes out. It has rust particles in it. And you start feeding that to your kids. And then they take your cash and they, they start committing more crimes with it. That's exactly what's happening right now in Ukraine. And it's precisely what's happening. It's hard for people to understand. It's hard for people to get the, to wrap their heads around it. It's tough for my family. Why did we decide to not do a very long drive this weekend? I mean, these are the real rational decisions that start happening inside of American families when the gas prices are above five bucks a gallon, like they are where I live. We didn't decide to do that because I don't want directly my money to pay for cluster bombs dropping on Ukrainian orphanages and hospital centers. I mean, listen, it's a complicated issue what's happening in Ukraine. And the the last time I checked, there are very few good guys in this story, right? There's a lot of bad things happening in Ukraine. What led to World War II? Well, there's a lot of factors, but one of the leading ones was inflation. The German mark became worthless for the German people because of stupid policies. It was like a billion marks to buy a loaf of bread. Does that sound familiar? Have you checked the price of grain recently in America? This is what out-of-control inflation for a fiat currency looks like. Insane markups on everything from fuel to houses to used cars to bread. Get ready. It's going to hit you in the grocery store soon. Hedge against this type of insanity by investing in something real, real value right now. Gold and silver from Birch Gold is a time-tested mark of value. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven in times of inflation. Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into tax-sheltered IRAs backed by gold and silver. 
With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Birch Gold can help you protect your savings. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. There's no obligation to get this info. Text Benny to 989898 to get your free info kit now. Go gold right now before it's too late. But you got to say this on a moral level, the refugees, the horrific results of the targeting of civilians, the brute force uh, slaughter of innocent civilians is evil. It's evil when America does it. It's evil when Russia does it. It's evil when anyone does it. And immoral people should stand up against it. So immoral people are standing up against it. We don't, we are not going to be paying $5 gallons gas in the Johnson household. We know that Russian oil has flooded our market. And in part, we as a family are paying for the cluster bombs that drop on Ukrainian citizens because Vladimir Putin, as Ron DeSantis says, is a despotic gas station attendant. That's his role. He's an authoritarian gas station uh, uh, little guy who comes out to your car. Fill her up. That's the guy. Fill her up. What's my, I, I got to work on my Russian accent. Fill her up, Mr. Bond. That's what Vladimir Putin is. That's all that Russia sells. Gas. And that's how they get rich. And we know that it's directly correlated to when they invade. When gas prices shoot up, Russia invades. In 2008, in Georgia. In 2014, Crimea. And now when gas prices are careening over $130 a barrel, they're coming back down a little bit today. Well, then Russia invades. And so we're not going to be part of it. We're not going to be part of that. And the vast majority of Americans say the same thing. According to ABC News, 70% of Americans disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the gas prices. This ain't good. Americans overwhelmingly support Biden's ban on Russian oil, which, by the way, was a lie. According to TankerTracker.com, multiple oil tankers left Russia for America after Joe Biden banned Russian oil. Hmm. It's almost as if they lie to you, the people who told you there would be no vaccine mandates. If you believe the Biden administration at this point, then I have a bridge in Alaska to sell you. General inflation in particular is very, very bad. Americans roundly disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the economy. Well, here we go. Over the past several months, Americans' wallets have been hit by skyrocketing inflation, and now Biden is feeling the crunch in his approval numbers. 70% of Americans disapprove of his handling of inflation. Brutal. You can't win with those numbers. In Biden's defense, he says it's Putin's fault. Ha! Ah, yes. It's Vladimir Putin's fault. This is why I love the interviews like the ones with the Keystone Pipeline workers. You guys, don't allow them to lie to you. It's why we're going to keep hitting this issue and hitting this issue and hitting this issue. They're trying to lie to you. And they think that they because they come up with fancy little slogans called Putin's price hike or don't say gay. And then those slogans are repeated ad nauseum by the corporate press. As though the corporate press were literally on the dole for the Democratic Party. Oh, wait, they actually legitimately are. When we say CNN is the PR wing of the Democratic Party, what we mean is that as a PR wing, so we have a show, right? We reach millions and millions of people a week in our show. A brand or someone will come to us and will try to sell us, you know, something, a widget. To say a brand's slogan 
right? To say a brand's slogan is how podcasters or people make money. You run an ad. You would run an ad. We're very proud of our partnerships here with Birch Gold as a partner, Right Forge as a partner, the Right Forge Free Speech Mike. We love our partnerships here. Our partnerships and how we how every podcast and every advertiser, whether it be Newsmax or anyone with media does business, is you repeat the slogans or you repeat or, or talk about the product to your audience. So as it pertains to Democrat politics, the product is what they're trying to sell America. The talking points is Putin's price hike or don't say gay. And the corporate press just repeat the product again and again and again and again. It's called advertising. Except for this time, they're advertising for a political party. And then they attack Republicans. That's also doing the job of their advertisers and their sponsors. You have to see it like that. That's how we say the corporate press is broken. That's why we're so proud of the millions of people that we reach every single week. And God bless all of you. We are going to build a beautiful new world together. We will do it. We will save America. And you're not alone because 70% of the people, according to ABC News here, 70% of the people in an ABC News Ipsos data poll say that they disapprove of Biden's handling on gas prices. And 77, uh, uh, though even more respondents, 77% support his ban of Russian oil. Regarding the banning of oil imports, 88% of Democrats, 72% of Republicans, and 78% of independents support the notion. Well, it sounds like that would be a broad consensus with your own party to start drilling for oil here, to start giving those guys their jobs back. But instead, Joe Biden has this to say to the American people about what his plans are as it pertains to oil imports and Russia and Putin. Remember, this is the guy who told you that he would take all the blame when he became president and that the buck stops with me. I can't believe I have to say this, ladies and gentlemen. I can't believe I have to say this, but bibbidi-boo. Bibbidi-bop, build back, Putin pooty-poo. Here's Joe Biden this weekend. Never forget what we've accomplished together so far. And by the way, the American people just trying to stay above water don't understand this. You tell them what the American Recovery Act was, they look at you like, what are you talking about? Joe Biden saying that the American people, they don't understand what we're talking about. They just don't get it. These 70%, 80% of my own party, according to this ABC News poll, they just don't get it. 80%, 82%. Sorry, 88% of my party that wants to ban Russian oil imports, they're just stupid. They just deserve to be talked to the way that Kamala Harris talks to people. (laughs) Ukraine is a smaller country and Russia is a bigger country. And so the bigger country is a meanie head to the smaller country and naughty. Oh, naughty Russia. We say naughty Russia. (laughs) Oh, they're so incompetent. It's why we're really happy to see Donald Trump essentially say that, not essentially, he literally quoting, saying that Joe Biden is physically and mentally challenged and his administration is in collapse. He's exactly right. Here's Donald Trump from this weekend saying that our country is led by mentally challenged people. Damn it. Donald Trump. Correct. Just thought it couldn't get worse, any worse than that. I think that was, frankly, the lowest point in the history of our country, in my opinion. Joe Biden failed to deter Russia's outrageous invasion of Ukraine. You could take the five worst presidents in American history. 
and put them together and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done in just 13 months. We have a president representing our country at the most important time in history who is physically and mentally challenged. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is a terrible atrocity that should never have been allowed to happen. It would have never happened. Okay, find the why, right? Find the why. We have a president representing our country. The most important time in history is physically and mentally challenged. He's not wrong because right now the forces that collapse civilization are upon America. Inflation, hyperinflation. Go ahead and ask the Germans, right, about hyperinflation or the Venezuelans or any country about hyperinflation. Go ask the Brits about hyperinflation. Led to the collapse of their empire. Inflation is an empire killer. That's the number one major problem. The lack of energy, the in capacity to be able to provide for yourself and be energy independent and independent as a nation. That's also affecting us. So you have inflation crisis, energy crisis, you have wartime crises, Afghanistan crisis, you have the Ukraine crisis. Are you done with crises yet? Well, they keep coming because our government keeps spending. Did you know that our federal government passed a 24% pay increase this weekend? That's right. 24% pay increase this weekend. We're going to do a special on it. We're going to go through the entire bill. But just to let you know, while you're paying $5 gasoline, while your inflation is at 8% year over year, which is a tax on you, it means your savings are worth less every single year, 8% less every single year. Your dollar is worth less every single year. This is why dollar stores are now $1.25 stores. Have you seen that? The dollar tree is now the $1.25 tree. Incredible. Inflation in real time and inflation is simply this. This is it. People overcomplicate it. How much money is in the money supply? That will directly lead to inflation. There you go. We printed $7 trillion under Donald Trump and under Joe Biden, a lot of it under Biden, for no reason that we didn't have. And so when you create a lot more of something than you were, if you, when you create a lot more of something and there's no value tied to it, that decreases scarcity and that decreases the value of that thing. I use the example of my daughter's bunnies. My daughter has a lot of fluffy bunnies. They're all over the house. They're not as important to her as her favorite little lovey. She has one of them, and so it's very valuable. It goes with her everywhere. She has a million little stuffed bunnies for some reason, and they're everywhere, and they're in the dirt, and they're in the mud, and she just doesn't care about them. My one-year-old understands inflation more than Joe Biden. They have approximately the same amount of brainwaves going on. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the worst tactics of the communist is to try and just silence your voice. They don't believe in free speech. They don't even believe in ideas that are different than theirs. It's a religion for these people. That's why deplatforming is one of their greatest tools. They want to take you off the internet. Build your own internet, the commies say. And you know, one company went out and did it. That's why we're proud to partner with RightForge. RightForge is a company that went out and built their own internet, their own servers, their own hardware in order to keep conservatives online. It's the only internet company devoted to core American values like free speech. On the front lines against the leftist cancel culture is RightForge and conservatives like me are threatened by big tech deplatforming. That's why I'm very proud to say that the BennyJohnson.com platform is completely hosted by RightForge. They're helping also bring President Trump back online by hosting Truth Social. So move your site, your domains to RightForge.com, the real American internet. It's time to support a company 
that supports you and supports American values and supports free speech. RightForge, ladies and gentlemen, the true American internet. Donald Trump, not very happy with the way the war is going, quite frankly. Donald Trump said this about our generals this weekend. The woke generals should be fired immediately. We want our generals to think about winning wars, not to teach pronouns. If you ever wondered what it would be like when the dumbest people run our country, go ahead and have a look. Just look around. This is what happens when the stupid people run the country. Donald Trump saying he wants our generals to focus on winning war, wars and not teaching pronouns. This is a existential crisis for the country. Inflation is a crisis. The amount of money supply is a crisis. The petrodollar is a crisis. You're seeing reports today that India is going to start trading in oil in rupees and rubles directly with Russia at a discounted price. That ain't very good. India's figuring out how to get off the dollar. So is China. So is Russia. And what will that mean for you? Well, that means that the $7 trillion just created during COVID will be a nation killer. That's what it means. Another nation killer is when your country can't defend itself. That we have learned throughout history, and our generals cannot defend ourselves. They make a laughing stock of America. They're currently, right across the state here in Florida, a, a destroyer that cannot launch from its port because the commanding officer refuses to get the COVID-19 vaccine. What is that saying to our enemies? That our military has been hollowed out to a perfunctory, woke, first-year community college gender studies course. That's all it is. That our military is simply a social experiment. And once your military becomes a social experiment and not a lethal, deadly force ready to kill, well, then your nation is over. That's what it says to our enemies. So does the Afghanistan withdrawal. Donald Trump is correct. Our generals want to think about winning wars. Should Our generals, we want generals who think about winning wars and not teaching pronouns. Hello? Yes, that's right. And by the way, have you ever like checked in on who fights in the military? Have you ever checked in on who actually is a part of the military? Young men, black, Latino, white, from middle class or lower middle class families. I mean, I'm not trying to like pigeonhole anyone, but you can go ahead and check out the demographics of the people who fight on the front lines in our wars. And that's about 99% of them. So what do you got there? Do you think you have a bunch of like woke Oberlin college, feminist, lesbian, basket weavers there? No, you actually don't. You get NASCAR people. It's NASCAR people, people who chew. Do you have friends in the military? I promise you everyone who, I promise you the people who write for the New York Times and the people who write for the Washington Post and the people who work at CNN do not have friends in the military. They don't know a single person who drives a pickup truck. Those people do not know anyone who drives a truck. They've never met a person who their regular shopping experience includes Walmart and Target. My family certainly does. I've got to drag my wife out of the Joanna Gaines section at Target. That is where virtually everything in my household comes from. (laughs) But your elites and specifically your corporate metropolitan elites have no idea. They don't understand. And guess who makes up the general leadership of our military? Our metropolitan elites. And guess who makes up the military leadership of this country? Shocking. 
and don't think about it too much at night and don't uh, don't really consider it. But yeah, that's right. Joe Biden is in charge of the military. And so is Kamala Harris. And here's what Kamala Harris had to say this weekend about our military allies. Oh, my God. Oh, go. So I will say what I know we all say, and I will say over and over again. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. Does Kamala Harris think that Ukraine is in NATO? Kamala Harris saying that she's, they're going to defend Ukraine because it's a NATO ally. That's what she said. Those are the words. Does Kamala Harris believe that Ukraine is part of NATO? Are we led by the dumbest dolts on planet Earth? How many times was Kamala Harris dropped on her head as a child? She tells a fake story about falling out of a stroller. Maybe she hit her head. This is what happens when you're led by the dumbest people on the planet. This America, this version of America is what happens. Kamala Harris back from her cringe fest trip to the Eastern Front or the Northern Front, as she said. We played the clips from you for you last week, Kamala Harris's cringe knows no end. She cackled her way and incompetently stumbled her way through. And by the way, she's the best the administration has to offer because they cannot send Dementia Dentures Werther's Originals man to Europe because last time they did that, he literally pooped himself in front of the Pope. So they can't send him to Europe. They have to send Hyena and Hyena is a laughing stock, literally on the world stage. If you could kill Vladimir Putin with cringe, if you could kill, uh, if you could drop a cringe dirty bomb and end the war, Kamala Harris could have done it. That's the only advocate, that's the only way to advocate for Kamala Harris going to Romania and Poland last week. Is that potentially the amount of cringe that she dropped there, the uh, the aroma of cringe and the aura, the, the, the dirtiness of the cringe uh, would keep our enemies at bay Unfortunately, that's not how war works. Kamala Harris, the biggest dirty bomb in the country. Cringe dirty bomb. Nonetheless, maybe because Kamala Harris's cackle, the Russians and Ukrainians are potentially going to be signing a peace deal. That's positive news. This from the Daily Mail. Uh, Moscow and Kiev are holding a video conference this morning. Ahead of the meeting, Russians and Ukrainian officials gave their upbeat assessments that progress over their talks about the war in Ukraine will be positive and we'll see a result within days. That is very, very good. Pray for this, ladies and gentlemen. Ukraine said that they are willing to negotiate but not surrender or accept any ultimatums. As a key Ukrainian negotiator said, Moscow is beginning to talk constructively ahead of the video conference. The debates up to this point had been, hey, uh, Moscow is going to take all these massive regions in Ukraine and they insist on Neutrality for Ukraine, so not being part of the EU. Well, Zelensky already signed his application to be part of the EU, so I think that ship sailed. We'll see what happens. A Russian negotiator, meanwhile, claimed that there has been a substantial progress in the talks, despite Putin's forces continuing their onslaught in Ukraine on Sunday with missiles hitting large Ukrainian military bases uh, within 12 miles from the border with NATO member Poland. Yikes, killing 35 people. Those are bombings happening right next to the border with NATO. Yikes. 
one stray bomb. And we know that the Russians are not that sophisticated in their military. One stray bomb hitting a NATO target, hitting NATO, NATO territory. You're talking World War III there. We don't want that to happen. We want peace. We have wanted peace on this show and advocated for it. We think what's happening there is horrible. And we think it would be 10x more horrible if America got involved with boots on the ground. Praise the Lord. That hasn't happened yet. Ukrainian negotiator and uh, presidential advisor, uh, Polidoikia, said that we will not concede in principle any positions. Russia now understands this. Russia is already beginning to talk constructively. He added that you will see results in a matter of days. Today is day 19 of the war. (laughs) Today is day 19 of the war that began when Russian forces invaded Ukraine on February 24th. I only chuckle because it's been going on for 19 days. So it's been two weeks and change, and the Biden administration is blaming the inflation that has been staggering all year and the gas prices that have been staggering all year on something that's been going on for 19 days. These people are such lying jackholes. (sighs) But people aren't buying it, thankfully, ladies and gentlemen. People aren't buying the lies. They aren't buying the insults. And they're no longer buying Joe Biden. I think that it's very interesting what happens when people start to look pragmatically at the political landscape and realize that they've been lied to. So I regret voting for Biden has been trending over the last couple of weeks as people are waking up to the fact that everything this guy has told you is a lie. And now some of the biggest names and some of the largest audience and some of the largest mouthpieces in the world are beginning to say, wait a second, we were duped. We were snookered by this guy. This person isn't competent. He's not a foreign policy expert, and he's probably going to get us started in World War III. Now, how do I know that liberals think like this? Because I go and talk to liberals. One of the best things that we do is we get out of the studio, even though we love our studio. We get out of the studio, and we talk with people. Last week, I went and talked with people for our show, Benny on the Block with Turning Point USA, and I spoke with people on the street in St. Petersburg, Florida. That's one of the most liberal bastions in Florida. I think pound for pound, it might be the most liberal place in Florida. I may be wrong, but there are tons of libs there. It's a blue city. It's a has a Democrat mayor and has a Democrat representative. And St. Petersburg, very pretty little place. Nice people. Never had a bad time there. But, ladies and gentlemen, tons of libs. I go there and I talk with libs on the street and I ask them these questions. Not a single person wanted war. Not a single person could answer why Joe Biden is driving the entire nation toward war. Why this insanity? Why this pathetic ratcheting up of the rhetoric and of the temperature Nobody wanted war. And now that's starting to bleed in to the grass tops, you would say. Those are the grass roots, the Democrat voters. The grass tops would be the people who are the apparatchiks speaking on behalf of their base. The chief among them would be late night comedic hosts, people who work at SNL, people who work in the entertainment industry. Trevor Noah has the prime slot at The Daily Show used to be Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart's had a really interesting renaissance uh, over the last couple of years. Classic liberals is like Jon Stewart and Bill Maher. Those people are called classic liberals because they're not fascists. A classic liberal will say, oh, hey, you know what? You have a different opinion. That's so interesting. I could not disagree with you more. Tell me about it. 
Tell me about your opinion. Why do you support Donald Trump? That's so interesting. I want to hear more. I don't support Donald Trump at all. Why do you? That's what a classic liberal would say. A classic liberal would be like, live and let live. Free speech, let people make their own decisions. We believe that like openness and open societies and open thinking and open minds and free speech is the way. That's what Bill Maher is. That's what John Stewart is. They're classic, dyed-in-the-wool liberals. These people that are in control of social media right now, that are in control of the narrative right now and the Biden White House right now, they're not liberal. They're fascistic. These people are fascists. A fascist says, oh, speech I disagree with? Let's shut it down. Someone they can't shut down and something that is very scary to the fascist left is Trevor Noah because Trevor Noah is slowly starting to get red-pilled or black-pilled, depending on the way that you look at it, starting to really see like, holy crap, they tricked us and they lied to us. Maybe we want Trump back. Here's what Trevor Noah said this weekend. There is no denying that Saudi Arabia isn't playing ball with Joe Biden. And you know what? You can say what you want, but this would have never happened to Donald Trump. Never. No one was ever ignoring Donald Trump's calls. Yeah, because if you ignored Donald Trump's calls, you didn't know how he would respond. Maybe he'd send an angry tweet, or maybe he'd just like ban your country from everything. You don't know. That's why I bet in these situations, Biden actually wishes that he could hire Trump to step in as president wildcard. You know, just keep everyone on their toes. Because if Trump was calling, you best believe the UAE, they'd be racing to pick up the phone. Oh, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump, we're here, we're here, hello? Too late, Ahmed, you made me wait two rings. We're bombing the UAE and the UFC, just in case. Oh, Trevor Noah has a really good Trump impression. Didn't know that. Very good Trump impression. <laughs> it, ra- it rang twice. Now you're done for. You put me on two rings. It's so good. And he's right. I mean, he's exactly right. That clip went insanely viral this weekend on social media. And he's correct. Everyone knows this. The administration is a laughingstock and the entire world does not respect America any longer. And that means bad things for all Americans. I don't care which political perspective you come from. That means bad things for you. That means bad things for your children. Nobody wants to live inside of a diminished America. And my wife and I were talking about this this weekend. I mean, do you think in Pakistan they have 279,000 genders? Like when you're just a goat herder inside of the third world, do you think that what they're... Do you, you think they're thinking about microaggressions? Do you, do you think they're thinking about gendered bathrooms? No. No. Because their bathroom is a pile of sand in the middle of the desert. And that's how billions of people live in the world. They don't have the luxury, the decadence of thinking like that. All of this... Uh... Oh, what's the name of the what's the name of the show with uh, Jennifer Lawrence? Hunger Games. That's right. All of this Hunger Games nonsense. This is what I, you, you know, you, like it's Hunger Games nonsense. You remember like how normal people lived, and then you have like the big cities, the sectors inside of Hunger Games, and inside the big city, it's like this, you know, just extravagant, dripping with decadence, like out of touch elite. That is legitimately what we are living through right now. The vast majority of the world is horrified watching what's happening to America's military and watching what's being pushed in American culture. They're disgusted and repulsed by it. They know that it's against natural law. They know that it's against the normal way of flourishing and the normal way of living. 
like the things that keep society going and keep society stable, like the nuclear family, go ahead and check BLM's website. Black Lives Matter's website says they're against the nuclear family. They're against you having control over your kids. Go to China, go to Saudi Arabia, go to India, go to Russia. That's where the majority of the world's population lives, by the way. China, India, Russia, that band right there, okay? That East Asian ribbon, geographical ribbon. Go there and ask them if they think that the government should raise their children. Go ask a mom and a dad inside of a Peshwar, inside of the Peshawar region. Hey, do you think that the government should raise your kids? Do you think that like professors should raise your kids and not you with your values? You get your microphone snapped out of your hand. You get beat in the street just for asking the question. Because it's against human nature. And human nature always reasserts itself. Now you're starting to see that even inside of the most out-of-touch left-wing crucibles that exist on the planet. The left-wing priesthood of CNN shocked this weekend when they get red-pilled, absolutely red-pilled, live on air uh, by a, by, uh, 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 a guest who brought the flamethrower. Go. I'm going to talk. You said that uh, that American resolve is really maybe even surprising about to, to do something. The question is the effect on the U.S. economy and specifically gas prices. They topped four dollars on average this week for the first time since 2008. Listen to what President Biden said about that. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. We understand Putin's war against the people of Ukraine is causing prices to rise. People already already feeling Putin's price hikes at the pump. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. Uh, for the president to turn, to try to pretend like prices weren't already rising, I mean, I don't think people are candidly that dumb. I mean, we remember the inflation was going on long before uh, this happened. It's absolutely true this is making it worse, but to sort of whitewash what happened all of last year, I don't think it's going to work for them. That was a special, former special assistant to George W. Bush, Scott Jennings, dropping a red pill Moab on CNN, and the guest just stand, Dana Bash just stands there in stunned silence. <laughs> oh, you'll love to see it, ladies and gentlemen. We wanted to start today and Monday with a positive show. We're going to try so hard to be positive on this channel. We're going to try so hard. The news has been so absolutely macabre been so dark and we're not going to win through darkness we're going to win by being happy warriors let them be the doomers we're not going to be doomers on this channel we're going to be winners and we're going to be happy and we're going to show you the good news to keep you going that's what we want to move this show into there's enough doomers out there there's enough people saying oh this is the end this is the end we're going to say hey this might be a dangerous time here's how we fix it and here's what we do and the way that you win is to be a happy warrior. And that's why we support three things on this show. God, family, country. That's our hierarchy. We want to be left alone. We want to be free men and free women like we were born. We were born that way. Hmm. We were born this way. All right. We were born free. And we intend to stay free. So ladies and gentlemen, have a glorious week. I pray that you keep your spirits uplifted. We fight for freedom, and good always wins in the end. 
My name has been Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya!